Making It Happen by Sims is a brand new podcast bringing business, people and technology together. Available now on YouTube, Spotify, Apple and all your favourite podcast platforms. Learn more about the creators behind the podcast at sims.co.uk. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome to day three of Subcon. We are Chatty Hatter. We are at the Subcon show. We're live at the Subcon show. We're Stan C100 and um, I might be sounding a little bit tired, but um, I've had a thoroughly, thoroughly fun time chatting to lots of people. I think we've done, uh, I don't know. 8, 10, 12, whatever my team keep telling me. But we've had a lot of chats with some really interesting people. Um, and we were, you know, kindly asked by Subcon to come along and cover these. Now, when you listen to this, the show will have been over. It was on the 7th to the 9th of June. But that's why you get the extra opportunity to listen to some of the exhibitors talking about really relevant subjects. So I'm delighted. Actually, it's my first guest today. And he's a um, very friendly chappy. So I'm looking forward to chatting to him. His name is Lee Hopkins. And he he is the head of projects at Industrial Cooling Equipment Limited. Hello, Lee. Welcome. Hello. Thank you. Yeah, nice to see you. You, I mean, you bribed me with cake. Of course. I mean, I didn't take the cake. I'm just putting that out there. But um, and you've got vegan options, haven't you? No, was it vegan or gluten free? Yeah, we have all options. I mean, yes. look seriously. If you want some cake, what's that? Well, it doesn't make any difference to these people listening now, does it? It is because it'll be the all cake over. will be gone. The cake will be over. Tell people that are listening a bit about Industrial Cooling Equipment Limited. I think there's a clue in the name, but for those that don't know, it is Industrial Cooling Equipment. I've been going 85 years. Wow. Um, we do refrigeration, mm-hmm. air conditioning, chiller equipment, process chillers, anything that needs cooling or heating um, within, before or during manufacture, storage, afters. We do a lot of ventilation, which because of COVID and the issues with COVID, that's really important. Um, The government say open windows and doors to get ventilation, but you can't actually calculate the level of ventilation you're getting. So we design systems around the occupants of the building to make sure that everybody gets a certain amount of fresh air per hour per person to keep um, yeah, just the working environment in a healthier place to be. So, okay, I've got to ask you just a quick little question. This is just, I'm intrigued about this. Las Vegas, what do they do with their systems in the, in the casinos? <laughs> is it true that they pump stuff through the ca- that make you want to spend more money and drink more alcohol? Yeah, I think they do. And also... Honestly, please don't let anyone see me from Las Vegas. Oh. No, but do you know what I mean? Is it like... The, because places like that, right? Like cooling systems, seriously, generally... and Well, just where we are now, exhibitions. It's... That's a lot of space that you've got to keep cool. Yeah, it's... Especially somewhere hot like Vegas. Yeah, and also they put um, fragrances within the ductwork. Okay. That makes you in a, a happy place. Oh, okay. Like some food manufacturers, not going to mention any Not going to mention any, but some have their own fragrance uh, they that they use. And yes. they have high sugar levels that make you addicted to that flavour and that product. Is that allowed? Um, it's... 
I, um, probably not, but they get away with it because all their recipes are secret. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So you. So okay. Let's talk about. So eighty-five years. That's amazing. Who founded the company? It was founded uh, by a member of the existing family back yeah. in eighty-five years. Wow. They were bought out in the eighties by an American uh, manufacturer. Yeah. That didn't quite work. Yeah. The family then bought it back again. Yeah. Um, and it's remained um, at the moment the director. Um, he's been. I think he started off as an apprentice. Yeah. His brother works for the company. Yeah. Who was the one just here. Yeah. Uh, his cousin works as well. His wife does some of the accounts and it is just a family business. That's so, uh, that's brilliant. Yeah. We won an award uh, two years ago before COVID for um, family business of the year in the Witness area uh, where we are as well in Cheshire. So that was, yeah, it's all very good and it's it's a good, good place to be. And what sort of size company are you? How many... We only employ 15 direct. We use a lot of specialist contractors as well, which we manage, uh, because you can't employ every single area for what we occupy. Often on projects we do, we will employ maybe 13 to 14 different kind of trades. Mm. So therefore, we employ the specialism there. And um, yeah, it's good. Everybody works together. It's really good. That's brilliant. And so before we went through what we've been through for the yeah. last few years, which we, I mean, really, by next year, we should be talking about something different. Oh, hopefully, yes. <laughs> But before that, what, was the, what were the main industries at the business? I mean, surely it's every industry for your business, isn't it? Yeah, our main industries, even now, is pharmaceutical. Is it? Food company. Of course, pharmaceutical, storage, very important. Uh, and we do a lot of MRI refurbishments. Right, and okay. And that is continuous. So mm-hmm. during lockdown, I think I work from home once and the rest... You're just fully against solid, yeah. Because the pharmaceutical they've got standards and criteria to meet, so they have to still employ our service to yeah. meet the criteria to trade. Same with food as well. And did that really change then when COVID? It didn't change then, but I think the way where everybody was working at home, yes, I think companies that used to have an office block of 200 occupants. They're now working from home, so they mm. might think, you know what, we can have a smaller hub, reduce mm. our costs, especially with fuel now as well. Absolutely, that's and come up a lot. Operate small, so that's affected us. So mm. the reason we're here is we evaluated at the beginning of the year who our main clients are at the moment, and it was the manufacturing sector. So if we can increase our manufacturing sector through doing storage at minus 18 or yeah. minus 25, um, chilling the raw material, yeah. it's rubber or a grain or something before production mm. and after production. And we work on all the transport hubs as well. Brilliant. To clu- cool the warehousing down. So it's really, I mean, it's really important as well. And like you say, for, um, and for environmental issues as well, is that, it's I mean... massive. Is it? Yeah. We, in 2030, there's CO2 reductions that the government have signed up to do. Right. Um, and... Uh, it's a huge amount that refrigerants give out. So they're, they're always developing new refrigerants with lower GDPs, etc. Yeah. And it's so, yeah, we're always pushing forward. And there's always new ideas of coming mm. up. We are one of, I think, 10 only in the country now that have stepped away from certain refrigerants, what okay. we call big areas like this. Yeah. And we use water. Wow. And so, effectively, without getting too technical, water goes over sponge and yeah. it's blown through using a fan and you have ductwork that comes down about four meters from the ground so you get cool air and it saves you wow. about 80 percent in energy 
and the cost of it's just incredible. That's so clever. I know. Who sauces that stuff out? Is that you, Lee? No, it's not. I wish it was because <laughs> I'd be retired and we'll be sitting on the beach in Barbados. Being what, so you wouldn't be sitting on my couch? I wouldn't, unless you, we had the couch in Barbados. I, actually, I'd be on Barbados with you, Absolutely. yeah, definitely. No, so, I'm not for um, that. It's the Australians developed it. Wow. And it's a cheap way of cooling the air. Uh, and Brilliant again, and effective, yeah, very. And environmental, yeah, absolutely. That's um, amazing. I know it's incredible. So, have you been to Subcon before? Is this your first show, or is this? This is the first time I've been here. Obviously, yeah. I've heard about it before. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't an area that we thought we needed to go until we evaluated all our clients. Then we thought we must be more yes. involved within manufacturing, yes. Subcon, the supply chains, yeah. and everything else. Mm. Um, I think English British manufacturing is. We don't realise how big it is. No. And you look at some of these stands here and the products that are being produced locally yeah. from local skills, I think it's fabulous. It is fabulous. And I think a lot of things that have come up, I don't know about for you guys, but certainly that there seems to be, there's a few issues like labour shortage of people, yeah. um, training, we need to be training those that we've got working for us Definitely. more effectively. Yeah. Um, you know, improving systems where pe- maybe people are a little bit nervous about things, but just ed- better education so that we can grow UK manufacturing because it is strong, like you say, but it could yeah. be stronger. I think so. I think the governments and universities need to work together with manufacturing because yes. manufacturing will know what skills they need mm. and in turn the colleges and the unis should provide those skills yeah. so we can grow. Yeah. And there needs to be that, that conversation. Definitely. Otherwise... Um, well, we're looking for apprentices because we employ apprentices all the time. And you think the nearest college is about 70 miles away. Goodness me. So, again, if the colleges listen to what industry wants yeah. and provides the skills, British industry will grow. Yeah. And that will reduce how much we need to import. Absolutely. And everything else. And we will become, yeah, more self-sufficient again, which yeah. is good. Is what we want. And so what are the sort of conversations you've been hoping to have and having at the show? Uh, a lot of them have been making them aware of ventilation yeah. within the rate of sickness in warehouse and manufacturing really? and is high. Is it? Um, and I mean, obviously, we should all know about that now from what we've just gone through, that clearly ventilation is important. It's, but it's morale as well. It right. really affects if you work at, like here, we're sitting here well, yeah, now. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's, it's a good temperature. Mm. I feel good. It's a nice clean air. Yeah. You feel great and you yeah. feel positive and we're yeah. chatting here. Yeah. But if you work in some kind of confined space where it's quite dingy and because of the nature of the industry, mm. so you need to create the environment that, yeah, creates positive, you know, physically and mentally for them. That's actually, that's a very important point, isn't it? Because it, you're right, it is, I mean, it is like we're saying about, you know, can you put smells and things and, but those things, I mean, my guys took the mickey out of me because I brought my neon diffuser with me along today. Yeah. I've got it going actually. But it's, you know, I, I, I'm very influenced by smells and my surroundings yeah. and the air and everything like that. And I think all of that has a positive impact on how you how you perform, how you feel, everything like that. And, and how you buy estate yeah. agents. Whenever you're viewing a house, they always say, put the coffee on. They do. Or have bread again. Or have bread, you're right, it yes. It makes you feel better. And even when you sell a house, do it in the summer where your garden's growing and you have yeah. your outlet's different and it creates... Yeah, better buying power. I think so. Have you found since COVID? Because I personally, I, I am actually, I am actually asthmatic. I'm quite mild okay. asthmatic. When I was younger, I was quite bad, and then I was a yoga teacher for twelve years. Okay, and it 
sorted my breathing out miraculously. I think I just breathe differently now. I yeah. breathe deeper. Um, but so I have a, I've always had a relationship with knowing what it's like not to be able to breathe. Yeah. So COVID terrified me because yeah. I was like, those poor people, you know, that suffered yes. um, or lost their lives. It, just awful because it's a really scary experience to not be able to get air, enough air in your I lungs. Agree. It yeah. really is. Have you found, though, with that as well, that people are, are now more in, you know, not that you've benefited from the pandemic, but that people are talking to you more about it? Yeah. In yeah. some of the ways you've discussed, but also, do you know what I mean? Because they're thinking about it more. I think so. There's, um, there's a, um, a standard called TM44, mm. where it's a government-run scheme uh, level where your air conditioning is evaluated Okay. performance because of the yep. CO2, etc. Um, they're now looking and saying, well, actually, air conditioning just regenerates the air. Yeah. What's in there, it just recirculates. So, But with ventilation and different products, different designs, you can have fresher air mm. together with heating and cooling involved as well. So that is massive. We do a lot of work with the hospitals, with MRIs, and yeah. that is at the forefront of what they want. They don't just want conditioned air, they want fresh conditioned air. And what about schools and education and is that an area that you... Absolutely. Uh, the only problem we're finding is that with some schools and education as it's normally an older building mm. it, to then install or retrofit mm. ventilation within is often difficult. Yeah. New premises it's fine. Yeah. But it's almost like when the disability law came in or oh, 20 years ago. Yeah and I remember that affected uh, a lot of people. It, did. it was make changes where possible every new build had to then introduce a certain standard it's like that with ventilation you yeah because if you've got an old set i mean i can remember i know it's a very simplistic version but i can remember some of the cafe and they had to put it you know they had to make everything accessible yeah. and it was just a nightmare because the way the building was built was just not set up like that they almost had to rebuild the building exactly whereas yeah. if you're yeah. like if you're doing something brand new well then you can put all these things in place and you can make the doors a certain width and the sockets are a Absolutely. certain height and the light switch. But yeah. to try to go back to something that's built in 1910, it can be quite difficult. It can be quite difficult. So if people want to get in touch with you, I mean, what, what, are, the, what are some of the industries that you'd like to be talking to that, that maybe you're not talking, maybe you'd like to talk to more? Or yeah. maybe you're talking to all of them, I don't know. I mean, we, we talk to... The majority, but yeah. we'd like to expand our involvement yeah. within manufacturing. Brilliant. Because the services that we design, yeah. install, service, etc., cover not just the production side and the manufacturing side, but it's it's the office environment as well. Yeah. So we cover our manufacturing base of storage, manufacturing, office and logistics. Yeah. And we can create uh, systems within all those areas mm. to make it yeah, more cost-effective for them for heating, cooling, and ventilation. I think it sounds great. You're just making me think about my own. You're looking sleepy now. I know. You're just making me feel very relaxed. It's quite nice. It's this nice air that's been pumped through here. Yeah. wonder what they're putting in the air here. I dread to think. It's Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, you're a man with cake on your stand. Absolutely, so. yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, listen, if people want to get in touch with you and find out more about what you do, for those that are listening, where do they go? What's your website address, please? Um, if you just go to our website, which is www. Yeah. Um, ice 
iStock.co.uk. Oh, I like that. And that's just a iStock.co.uk. Yeah, I mean, that shows it. you've been going for 85 years. You've we got that indeed. one. We've moved on. That's a good one. And just give us a call at the office. Just if you ever needed to sell that web address, you'd get quite Absolutely, a bit of money for that. Yeah. That alone. That. That's good. <laughs> yeah. We were, gonna, we're developing a new website. And everyone's Brilliant. Saying, you should have a jingle. Like, I size baby. And I'm thinking, really? But I think it's catching on. I mean, listen, you know, you, 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 anything that makes you stand out in a crowd. Yeah, absolutely. You get, you start a conversation, even if it's wearing bright orange trousers like I am today. Absolutely. You start a conversation and people like what you've got to say, then you're halfway there. And I think it's how you come across, how you talk to people. It is. And you know what? Just smile. Yeah. Life's too hard. Just smile and let's all work together and let's achieve what we need to achieve and best way forward i think that's a lovely way to finish our chat it's been really nice to talk to you lee thank you i might even come and have some cake i think you need to you've got a coffee behind you okay all right thanks again thank you now thanks okay